back again, middle of the winter, the Maryland Men's Basketball Show, starring Byron Mouton, I am your host, Mark Gray, welcome in my co-host, Byron Mouton, how you doing today, brother? Hey, man, I'm doing great, the sun's out, the weather's about to rise uh, this weekend, 65, get, it, get some sunshine, get rid of all of this snow. Yeah, I wonder if the winter's actually finally done now. Oh, no, I just think it's going to be a longer winter. They're talking about sun and, and high temperatures like late April. Yeah, just the calm before the storm. <laughs> yeah. And then the man behind the mic, A1, how you doing today, brother? Doing well. Glad to be here. Okay, since since our last show, we've only played one game, and uh, one game, one loss to an unranked team at home. So a lot has changed. Last time we, we talked, we were uh, number two, and eyes on number one. And we are now, what are we, seven? It was six. Six, okay. Six, um, and we lost to Wisconsin at home. And what we have been talking about for the past, say, three or four shows now um, came to fruition, came right Came right what we said was going to happen. An off night from a couple key players, and one in particular, uh, Mello, and zero help from the bench. The bench provided 33 minutes and four points. They had the bench provided twice as many fouls, eight fouls, as points for. And um, we've been talking about it all year long. Uh, Mouton, what are we going to do when when Melo goes cold or one of these star Diamond Stones not on his A game and there's nobody to come off the bench and it happens. We have a problem, Mou. Uh, yeah, I, I actually went to that game and uh... – Maybe they should have put you in. <laughs> they should have brought you off the bench. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's that's a huge problem. Like we talk about it, we you know, in order to be successful, um, you got to have a minimum of seven players um, to win it all. And um, West Council was on a roll. Coach change, uh, interim coach did a credible job. I want to stop you right there. Yeah, because you've been very consistent in that for probably about as long as I've known you. You need to, in order to win, you need to have seven guys. <laughs> you, you say it on every single show. Yep. You said it as long as I know you. In order to win, you gotta have seven guys. We don't. Yeah, we don't. Well, I we, mean, so we I mean, do. Let's we just do. Like They're just not showing just up. They're just not showing don't. up. They're not showing up. And uh, this is the first loss. I like, like I told you before last show, um, expected to win because Maryland actually been and nobody expected this. Even though Wisconsin was on the roll, um, Maryland hasn't lost at home, and that was our biggest thing that we was very good at home. No matter who we play, we was very good at home. So, you know, going into the game, watching the game, watching the flow of the game, it's just like it's, it's like Lonnie was saying a couple shows back that it looked like we were stagnant and it was no ball movement. Guys don't know where to go. It looked like it's no half-court offense. And you're in trouble when you don't have the half-court offense, plus guys are not making shots. You and Lonnie have both been dancing around it for a while and saying that <laughs> there's no um, half-court offense. Can you, can you go deeper on that statement? Elaborate for me. Well, I, I only can go like anybody uh, that knows anything about anything. You only can go <laughs> on your experience. Right. So my experience playing college basketball, we had the flex offense, mm-hmm. which, like me and Lyon say all the time, it's boring to watch or whatever, but nobody can stop it. We ran that thing to the T. We had uh, counter uh, plays. We had uh, extension of the play. Uh, you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth options. And we ran it every time. Every time we need a basket, like I told you, every time we need a basket, we ran that flex. Uh, we got these cutters 
and we gave the ball down low, period. And I just feel right now that, you know, the Terps, man, they need some type of half-core offense where they can get that ball down low and get some baskets. It's just too perimeter. It's too much perimeter play. Perimeter base. When, yeah, you're, yeah. when you're watching the game from your trained eye, yeah. do you even see anything that resembles an offense? Well, I mean, it's, it's you know, Coach Turgeon, you know, people talk about all the time. He's a guy that has a free-flowing offense, almost like an NBA-type style offense where, you know, something happens, uh ball's not moving, you just randomly go set a high pick and roll, and sometimes the guy slip or whatever. But it's tough right now because Melo, man, he's not he's not making shots right now. And he has the ball in his hand 75, 75% of the time. So it's tough when you're lead guard. It's not making shots. Plus, he's not getting in the paint like I would like him to. Take it. We started off the season doing what we what we were we were actually giving them kudos and praise for taking care of the ball. Yeah. It's almost like since we started conference play, we've become a completely different team in that regards. Uh, this game here, eleven assists to twelve turnovers. This is a pattern we know oh so well here at Maryland. The more turnovers to assist uh, ratio. I was reading an article this morning that we are essentially committing a turnover once out of every five possessions, and we rank 247th in the country in uh, in turnover percentage. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, wow is correct. Then you know there's 247 <laughs> schools in, oh, wow. in the country. All right, with 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 Melo and Suleiman, and, and we're saying, and I still stick by it, that it's one of, if not the best backcourts in the country. I, 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 I yeah, still, yeah, 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 we said yeah. that, and I still yeah. believe that. Yeah. Um, That can't be ignored, though. You can't ignore the fact that we're turning the ball over once out of every uh, five trips down the court. No, you can't ignore that. And, and, you know, being a stats guy that you are, you got to put your eye on that. you got to put that microscope underneath that and actually try to fix it. And, you know, and, and bottom line, this game is all about stats, man. I mean, defense percentage, uh, Coach Williams always told me, if you want to ever be a championship team, you got to shoot over 75% from the free throw line. Assist to, to turn Did you guys shoot over 75%? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. The only guy that was struggling a little bit from the free throw Both line. Both of them were. Chris and, Chris and Lonnie. No, Lonnie was making free throws. Yeah, Lonnie probably was shooting like 68, 70%. Chris was shooting about 60, 62. But most of us, everybody else, 70. Very curious right yeah, now. Yeah, like Drew Nicholas, great yeah, free yeah, throw. No, no, Tosh Holden, 610. I know, I know great uh, free throw shoot. Juan led the ACC. Yeah. And, and Blake. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And Drew. I, I, and I, shoot like, I shot like 78, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I knew, yeah. I knew you guys were, but I remember yeah. – Lonnie and Chris, uh, you know, throwing well, up some there. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about digress. that. Just got off of, I mean, this game here, again, right on cue. All year long, we've been talking about this is probably one of the best free throw shooting teams in the country. Yeah. And out of the blue, shoot 55% from the free throw line. Hmm. Diamond Stone, who shoots 80% on the year, goes 0 for 3. Robert Carter, a good shooter, goes 0 for 4. Yeah. Um, I mean, that when you do that right there, that's 0 for 7. So it doesn't yeah. really matter what anybody else does. You, you know, you just miss seven free throws right there. The, um, it, it just in a game that you, I mean, we 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 came out and got blown out early. Um, you know, we we were up fourteen to seven. Then they went on a seventeen uh point run, and I mean, at halftime we had like twenty points. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, it just it the Terps they just would wouldn't hit shots, man. I mean, it's just it looks bad because you know you take these long range shots and it's not going on. And that's what make it even better, you know, worse because you take these shots and they're not going in, and then you know you got guys that can score down low where they're not getting the ball, and you know, like Melo, you know, for the game go one for fourteen, and uh, you know, I, like, 
again, Moon, to where where I have this problem, right? If you're just looking at it, the guy who was the coldest took the most shots. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at it. Diamond Stone again, five for six. That I mean, dude missed one shot. Only yeah. got six shots. Yeah. Robert Carter, three for five. Okay, that's sixty percent. Yeah. Jake Lehman, four for seven, over fifty percent. Suleiman, five for twelve. So he's not even, including four for seven from three point line. So everybody else on the team, except for Melo, was shooting well, and he still, and he goes one for fourteen. Again, I, I asked you at what point, at any point, do you do you just in a game like this, if you do you just let him shoot you guys right out the game, or at what point do you say, hey man, we, you know, not today's not your game? Well, I mean, I'm not the coach, but <laughs> at the end of the day, I would probably it'd be a situation where I have a talk with him, sit it down, just that game. At the end of the day. Like I said before, last year, this year, man, he is the man. I mean, he is. He is. But, you know, it comes a point where you got to, okay, look, you know, you got to show him better than tell him. And then, you know, he's a good, smart player, intelligent guy. Um, you know, and maybe he learned from that. You actually got to show him, well, look, he's the driving lanes. Here's the shooter position. Here, where you most effective. This is when we win, when you get inside that paint. This is when we struggle, not lose, because you only lost four games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you still right. gonna end up being top three. Right. So we can't panic too much. We only got four losses. So you know this is where we struggle, not lose. This is where we struggle when you shoot so many jump shots. This is when we affect that we win and have opportunity to win that championship when you get in this paint. And that's why the Diamond Stones and that's why the Carters come to Maryland because they know you get in the paint and you're gonna diss the ball off. You're not gonna four shots when you get in the paint. You're gonna pass it off. So. That's why we have these players that come in. They want to play with you because they know you're gonna pass it to them when they open. Yeah, it, um, it, when we started off the season with Diamond Stone coming off the bench, and I knew the yeah. bigger he grew, it was gonna be harder to keep him on the bench. But we talked about it earlier, and that we felt like we both felt, and Lonnie agreed that it was in the best interest of the team to keep him, and if not him. Carter coming off the bench, but somebody yeah. has to come off the bench, yeah. and exactly what we feared would happen happened by 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 putting dime uh, excuse me Dodd as the lead guy off the bench. Yeah. When you have a game like this where you you know you have twenty points at halftime and you look at the bench, and the only person looking back at you is Dodd, you, that's not going to solve the, the offensive struggles that that you get. And another game from uh, Meekins with zero points, one shot in twelve minutes. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough, and they tried to start him in the second half, and I was like, oh, I like this lineup. You know, it, it just didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. And uh, like I say, man, you know, it's – it's, and, you know, I talk guys all the time, man. I, You know, I'm coaching these youth kids, man, and uh, these young student athletes at the same time, teenagers, man. It's hard to coach basketball. It's hard to be a coach, period. To coach, to manage, to manage personalities, man, and, you know, come up with a game plan to win games. It's just tough. So, you know, coach got a lot of stuff uh, – under his belt, man, but at the same time, you know, I believe in him. I believe in his coaching staff, and I think they'll get it together. But uh, they got to fix the uh, – they got to fix that scoring, man, coming off the bench. Somehow they got to – I wasn't I a fan of the Dodd move because here, here, here's the – No, problem. I like I like, I like uh, Stone coming back off the bench. I think that's a better better yes. way of doing it yes. because every – if you look at basketball, period, number one stats to look up, they look up. Offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. Free throw percentage, assisted uh, turnover, turnover ratio, and points off, off the, the bench. bench. Right. <laughs> and Maryland is probably last, if not in the conference, 
with points coming off the bench. And, and since moving Dodd to the bench, not that anybody was accusing him of being a Olajuwon when he was starting, <laughs> no. but since moving him to the bench, we've essentially lost him. Like we literally have, because now that he's coming off the bench, he he's doing nothing. Five points, two points, zero. He scored zero points in three out of the last four games. He hasn't had a, you know, I mean, like that's 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 non-factor. And yeah. and and again, not that he was ever dominating. But he at least before was a factor, and his rebounds have gone down, his block shots have gone down, his his minutes have drastically gone down, and it, it's almost like with each game that goes by, this this game he was all the way down to nine minutes. He played nine minutes, took no shots from the field, from the floor, uh, excuse me, from the free throw line. He did nothing. He got one rebound. Uh, he got no blocks. I mean, he's no assist. Every game since he's gone to the bench, we've gotten less and less and less from him and in turn now we've gotten we're getting less and less and less from the bench and it, i again you you always stress the seven man and yeah. right now we're running off we're running with five men yeah. and then in a game like tonight where we're going to be without diamond stone because of the decision that he decided to make you find yourself and you can say what's going to happen tonight now luckily for us we're playing minnesota who hasn't who's yet to get a, a victory in the big 10 um, so hopefully the team is good enough running with four people. But you ask yourself, what happens in a tournament game, or when you know when you play one of these powerhouse teams, and and this happens? Yeah, I mean it's it's over. Yes. <laughs> Basically, yeah, it's over, man. You don't get no second chance in the NCAA tournament, man. And uh, like I say, I always say from day one, man, uh, I like this team. I like the way it was built. I like the uh, I like Coach Turgeon. I like the coaching staff. Um, you know, and, and what I love about this team and any type of championship caliber team, everybody likes each other. You always see them clapping. You always see them smiling. You always see them giving each other high five. But we got to address the little things. And uh, the little things is the bench scoring, um, getting to the free throw line, and limited our jump shooting. <laughs> limited our jump shooting. One of these starters needs to go to the bench. Yeah. And it, and it has yeah. nothing to do with them. It has to do with the concept of the game. One yeah, of these yeah, starters yeah. needs to go to the bench. And, I, and to be honest with you, I don't even really care which one of them it is. But one of them has to go to the bench. And I never thought I would be saying this at this I want more Jake Lehman. Yeah. It, four for seven. Uh, let me just read you these. Four for seven. Two for three. Oh for three. Three for seven. Five for seven. He's never, he hasn't got more than seven shots in, it seems like, forever. And he's shooting a good percentage. And in these games where he's going four for seven and five for seven, I'd like to see what, if he if he's making five out of his seven shots. I'd like to see what he would do with fourteen shots. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you personally be beating James yes, Layman yes, up all yes, year, yes. but he actually being productive for what he's given. And, and he is, and, and <laughs> yeah. like I said, I would yeah, I want to yeah, see more. Yeah, 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 me too, man. I, I, I mean, I, I want to see more Jake Layman. It's just tough. Like Melo has the ball in his hand ninety percent of the game. He plays thirty five minutes average a game. Uh, then the next man, you know, Suleiman has the ball. The other, the other right yeah the other and then thank god you know uh Stamus stone is an active big man you know he's always finding himself in scoring position he, he loved the pick and roll he he, he 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 split the pick and roll he uh you know he, he's always around the rim and that's how he get his points so and it's just tough man when you don't have a design play for layman or your wing players it's tough to get them shots and that's why you see him with three attempts five attempts seven attempts you'll never see him up there like Melo or any other uh, uh, Suleiman, 15 attempts just because you don't have the ball. You can't and get the ball. 
I would like I I'm I'm like you said I was I was his big, biggest uh critic and I'm now screaming I I'd like to see him touch the I'd like to see him get some more I'd like to see yeah. his shot attempts closer to ten. Um, I just would you know what I mean I think that uh, more times than not he has the better he has a a a, a mismatch yeah. He's a he's a very big win player. Yeah, yeah, with, absolutely. Uh, with above average athleticism, um, he's taller than just about everybody who's going to be guarding him on, on a, and he's a and he's a good shooter. I, I I just would like to see a little bit more of him, and I'd like to see a little bit more of of Diamond Stone. Are you, what what are you making of Melo's sophomore year? Uh, to start off very strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, the Terps are a top ten team. Mm-hmm. Last year there was itching around, knocking on the door. Mm-hmm. Wow, surprise, Maryland, first year in the Big Ten. Melo bringing the energy and the liveness back to the campus and the team. And now you can root for the Terps. <laughs> but he having a good season. I mean, you know, it's not like. Is it what you expected? Oh, yeah, I expected. I mean, they're they top five team. You know, that's expecting to be a five, top five team. But you got to understand this, too. They got a lot, you know, they got a way more players now. I mean, that can play. So he's still averaging around 14 points. Last year, I think he averaged like 16, 17. So he's still doing real well. I mean, you know, compared to last year with with uh, the, the one wing player, now you got five guys that can score, and everybody, you got your whole five starting five in double figures. So, you know. it's It's definitely a more – he has more weapons to work with. Exactly. He definitely has more weapons to work with. Um, hence the reason that last year he averaged three assists, and this year he's averaging five. Yeah. Um, Diamond Stone is a monster, bro. Yeah, he is. Di- Di- Diamond Stone is a monster, and I'm not sure if I'm Mark Turgeon, I can accept Diamond Stone having. Um, it's certain things you can just look at. If I, you know, if at the end of the game you hand me the sheet, <laughs> I, here's things that I say unacceptable. Diamond Stone getting six shots, unacceptable. Now, on the flip side of that, and, Di- and, and then Diamond Stone, so let, let's just play this out in my head. I, if I, you hand me the sheet, and I say, Diamond Stone getting six shots, unacceptable, which Diamond Stone would say, exactly, Coach, at which point I would say, you know what else is also unacceptable? Diamond Stone playing 30 minutes and getting one rebound. <laughs> so don't get too excited, son. You know what I mean? <laughs> you playing 30 minutes and getting one rebound is also unacceptable. One mm-hmm. rebound in 30 minutes. That, you got to do that, – that, that, that's unacceptable. Yeah. Um, Carter spent the majority of the game in foul trouble, and he still found a way to get eight rebounds. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So I feel like there's a lot from this game to take away and, and learn. As they say, a lot of teachable or coachable moments to take away from this game. Um, Diamond Stone cannot get six shots, and he can also not get one rebound. No, you're absolutely right. But, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this schedule, right, and I'm looking at the four losses. And I'm thinking, sitting here thinking, but, man, these four losses are not bad losses at no. all. All these teams are very good teams that Maryland lost to. But here's my question, Mouton. Who do you think they're going to see in the tournament? Very good teams or very bad teams? They're going to see all they, First <laughs> of all, they, you're not making a tournament if you're a bad team. <laughs> it's just matchups, man. You know, and that's why, I'm, uh, that's why I want Maryland to be a number one seed, man. It's very important to be a number one seed because of matchup situations. And, and you know, it, it, it's a better road to the Final Four if you're a number one seed. Of course, you're going to have some upsets, but if you fall down like a three or four seed, that's when it gets tricky when you get down to the Sweet 16 and meet one of them bad matchups. Mm-hmm. You know, a team that's supposed to be ranked higher but they're lower seed and you run into them, man. So 
that's why to me it's very important that uh is there any point where you'll say you'll just give up on on the idea of even having a band? No, you can never give up on your team. No, you can't do that. So you're just going to keep more. putting guys out there for 33 plus minutes and getting no points, no You got two else you're going to play. You can't play five guys the whole game. Give it a shot. Sounds nah. like a 30 for 30. <laughs> Sounds like no, a 30 No, you can't 30, do you that. Know, one you guy can't. decided. You know, what if I told you one guy decided his team was never going to come off the floor? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, man, you got to have a bench. You got to have at least minimum six guys. Yeah, so you got to do it, man. I know I watched that game last night. Uh, uh, North Carolina and Duke and Duke ended up playing five guys the second half. But guess how they won the game? I don't know if you listen to the commentary. You talk about it. The whole time they were talking about how it was attacking, 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 getting to the rim, attacking, attacking. And that's what Merlin need to do. They need to keep attacking, man. Melo is so effective getting inside the lane. He just have no idea how dominant he is when he get in the paint and how how it helps the Terps with the win and how it helps the Terps with getting other players involved with him attacking and getting inside the lane. I agree, and I would love yeah. to see him getting in the lane and dishing yeah. to yeah. that guy by the name of, of Diamond Stone. <laughs> Diamond Stone is, I mean, in this year's upcoming draft, he's going to end up being a top 10, maybe even higher than that draft, depending yeah. on what happens in, in this tournament. Yeah, yeah. And I would hate to look back on Diamond Stone's Maryland career and see that this dude was getting five and six shots a game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, man. He, he Like I say, he started off very slow. Uh, early on in the season, man, but he picked it up, man, and like like Lonnie said, man, that one game with with 30, forty, yeah, it's thirty nine points, or yeah, whatever, forty and fifteen or something like that. It was an eye opening to to realize how talented this guy is, man. To go get that ball like he did, man, and and you know, oh, that's why he was a McDonald's all. Oh yeah, that's why, yeah, nah, <laughs> yeah. it's not easy, man. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, man, you play college basketball. I don't care what league, what conference you play on. If you average 20 points a game in college basketball, the way college basketball is, you are a very good player. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no. yeah, I don't care who, what conference, what league, whatever. If you can get up to 20 points a game or one game you hit 35 or whatever, over 25 points in one game, you can play. It's, you got potential to be a very good player. I don't care what league is in. I, I definitely I definitely agree. What do you make of um Diamond Stone's uh, – Foul there, flagrant foul. Uh, it's a lot of immaturity, man. I mean, you know, as a basketball player, he's young. He's a freshman. Uh, probably got to him a uh, situation where they was losing and feel that he probably got couldn't come back and win, and the guy probably said something or pushed him around or something like that. Just got frustrated. Frustration. Just frustration, man. And sometimes, everybody said all the time, sometimes your emotion get the best of you. And at that moment, I think he did. Nothing more to make of it? No, nah, just another teachable nah. moment. No, nah, man, the guy we didn't play what uh, twenty six games, you know, twenty something games, you right. know, twenty six. Yeah, twenty six games, and you know, the guy accidentally make a mistake, and if it, if it happened again, it didn't be a major problem. But you know, I'm not excusing the, the fact that he did it, but right. it, it sometimes, you know, I play basketball, man, all my life. I, I shoot, I can count. To twenty mistakes I made, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but everybody forget about it, you know, just because the situation you winning and everything. But I know I learned from my mistakes. I'm not going to keep doing the same thing over and over. But it happens, man. Nobody's perfect. He's a young guy, freshman. Let his motion get the best of it. He's a great kid. I talk to him. I see him. I see how he interact. You know, he's a good student. So it happens, man. You can't make excuses for it. Just don't do it again. Period. 
like I said, we're we're gonna be without him tonight. Um, yeah. I would if we can't beat um Minnesota without him, we'll have some problems. You know what I mean? Yeah, Th- yeah. That definitely be some problems. I think we should yeah. be able to beat Minnesota at Minnesota without Diamond Stone. But I really am interested to see now Diamond, uh, excuse me, Demonte Dodd steps back into the starting lineup. He's gonna be asked to play thirty plus minutes, and I, I want to see next I, one of these games somebody has to get going. They yeah. bought uh Brantley in. We haven't seen him in a while. Uh, and somebody, somebody has to do something. And one of these games, Minnesota, it would be nice if one of these bench players stepped up and contributed and, and got something going on a night like tonight. Yeah, you're absolutely right because it's a great situation. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Diamond is out. But at the same time, it's going to be a situation where somebody can step in and, and get some more minutes. You know, hopefully uh, it's Neekins or one of the new guard, the guard you say, Brantley. Yeah. Could come in and get more minutes, you know. So something yeah, and 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 like I say, man, it only take one game, man. You can take one game, a guy come in there and do something spectacular, go on a roll, make 15, 18, 20 points, and all of a sudden, man, his confidence level is out the roof. Perfect situation. Got four games left, going into the, the conference tournament, and get on a roll. You never know, man. These these one of these games when somebody important like a diamond stone goes down, the next guy comes in, and it's a great opportunity for him to step up. Do something spectacular, and it's going to roll. I hope so. <laughs> I, I, I definitely <laughs> hope so. Do you do you feel any worse about this about Maryland today than you did last week? Oh no, I love Maryland, man. It's okay. four losses, man. I mean, we won that championship. We had four losses. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. And then we lose. We lose to like Lana said. We lose to a NC State where where uh, five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Four out of five times we beat them. Right. You know, but it's a situation that happens, man. This conference play, these guys got so much film on you. They studying you. They're breaking it down. It's not like a non-conference game where coaches just play and don't try to break the film down. But you play these guys, man. They watch you on the Big Ten Network. They watch you on ESPN. They they breaking these films down. I know. You know, I've been part of this, and and it's not hard. I mean, it's not, it's easy, especially especially when it's later into the Big Ten uh, conference, man. These guys got so much film on you. They see how you play, weakness, uh, your strength. So, I don't know. I'm, it's a road game. Minnesota, like once again, I'm expecting to win. But it's a road game, man. It's a road game. Then, so then next, And then Michigan is what day of the week is that? The 21st. What day is that, anyone? Is that uh, – uh, Might be a Monday. Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Is it Tuesday? No, it can't be. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Okay, yeah, yeah, Sun- yeah. Sun- yeah, Sun- one o'clock. Sunday. Oh, yeah. Sunday one. How can I forget? Sunday one o'clock. We having an alumni reunion at the game. Oh, yeah. are you? Yeah. How can I forget that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it should be great, man. A lot of guys probably going to come back, and uh, we're going to get ch- chop it up like they say. We're going to chop it up. <laughs> see what other folks doing. See if we can get involved with each other, man. Great networking with former players, man. It's great to see them guys that I never ever have the opportunity to meet. Uh, it's almost it's almost just like brotherhood, love, and just start talking to some guys you never meet. Feel like you brothers, so should be a good let's find a, good let's outing. Find a, let's find a uh, a guest. Yes, so we should go to the game, man. Yeah, find a, let's go on their network. Find us. A yeah, guest so we should be in the suite or something. Yeah, yeah, this should probably be a suite. Bring the bring you know, bring the uh, portable. Uh, bring a one. Yeah, bring a one. Bring the network. Bring the network. That's the network. A one network. Bring the network on the road. That's right. Interview a couple of players. That that should be exciting. And get a film crew, man. <laughs> yeah. 
game was this side. Yeah, yeah we'll it was Sunday. Sunday, Sunday at 1 Sunday, o'clock. Sorry. Sunday we'll at 1 o'clock. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll come out of there with something, whether yep. it be some uh, audio from some of the players or uh, snag somebody and get them to come on the show for us next week. But, yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work something out. Um, yep. So we got Minnesota tonight, Michigan on Sunday, and preparation for Indiana snuck back into the top 25. Yeah. So we'll finish up with Purdue, Illinois, and then Indiana. So still have two more um, ranked opponents and um, – and Michigan. Michigan's a very good team. Even though they're not ranked, we like I said, we lost them um, at their place. So they're a very good team, period. I hope they come out and take – being that we lost them at their place, I, sh- I hope that we come out and take care of uh, business at yeah. home. You know, can't afford to, to lose to Michigan. No, um, can't twice. afford to lose any games. Yeah, no, I, it's time to go, man. It's yeah. time, it's time, it, it's time to get it in gear here, you know. And, yeah. and, and, and when I say time to go, I, I mean – I don't mean squeak out a ring at, at Minnesota either. You know, we need – we need to beat Minnesota convincingly. We need to beat Michigan. You know, if we can get a win at, uh, you know, I, I don't even have a problem splitting Purdue and Indiana because Indiana, both of those games are on the road. Yeah, it's just tough. Maryland struggles on the road, period. Yeah, it, yeah, it, they just do. don't play well on the road, period. And like on home, a lot of these games, they start off slow, but with the crowd, with the intensity level, and with the atmosphere, they tend to pick it up in the second half and get the win. But on the road, that's why they struggle, man. They, Maryland starts off slow a lot of games, and it's hard for them to come back on the road because they just don't have that following. So, you That's know, a good point. yeah, and it's yeah. and it's yeah. Uh, rings true. I mean, yeah. you, you watch it, and I, <laughs> I agree with you. They definitely come out and generally tend to start uh, slow. And again, man, it's time to it's time to start feeding that boy. It, it, it's time to start feeding. He hungry, coach. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's time. It's time to start feeding. He him. hungry. We, we got a guy down there who can be shooting almost sixty percent. Uh, best hands in the conference. He's a big boy. It's time to start feeding that boy. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's ease up on these three pointers and get the ball in there and go to work. Yeah. Um. I. Right, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? A one. Did you have any questions or anything? No. Good. Moo. Anything you wanted to say before we get out of here? No. No. Just. Just excited, man. Like I said, you know, this weekend get opportunity to go out. Plus, it's going to be 65 degrees. Mm-hmm. So, you know, get an opportunity not to wear your coat, right. your head, your headgear. Just go out there and have fun, man. Hopefully, we, you know, go to this game, man, and uh, get that win and, like I say, interview some of these guys. Yeah, yep, yep. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. Make sure you listen in uh, on the – you can get listen to us on iTunes, um, Player's Voice. Just type in Player's Voice. Um, you'll see the Bhutan Show. It'll be right there. Um, on the TuneIn app, which is actually my favorite place to listen to it, that's the TuneIn app. Just type in um, Player's Voice, and you'll see um, the Barbershop, and you'll see the Mouton, uh show right on there. Uh, and uh, questions, any emails or questions, concerns, like I said, we'll be heading out this weekend, catching up with some of these former players. Anything you want us to ask a certain player that we might come across, or just in general, or anything you want to hear on the show, or maybe even a guest you want to have on the show, get those emails in. That's Moomail, M-O-U. M-A-I-L Moonmail at playersvoice.com We always love to hear you guys and um, thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you next week